Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is your Faves Faves. Rachel Bilson. I'm going to show like a super nerdy side of me, but I grew up watching musicals. Yes. So I'm doing like my top five musicals that I watched as a kid. Okay. I feel okay. excited about this. Okay. Uh, do you, did you watch musicals? Do you watch musicals? I did. Well, I love musicals. I'm trying to think of what I would have watched like on TV or in a movie versus like seeing on stage. But yeah. I feel like if these are classics, they're going to translate no matter what. Yeah. Some maybe questionable as classics, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then are these in order like are you going from like is the last one going to be your favorite or is this just a grab bag it's kind of a grab bag but I sort of started with like the older more traditional and then great slowly when I say contemporary it's like 80s 90s contemporary so it's not like really actually contemporary (laughs) perfect so what is the first musical on your list the first one is bye bye birdie do you know it I do know it, but I have never seen it. Okay. So it's so, Anne Margaret. Tell me all about it. Okay. Yeah. So Anne Margaret, like oh, in her prime. Right. <laughs> um, uh, Janet Lee. Okay. Janet right. Lee is in it. Okay. Dick Van Dyke yes. is in it. It's about this singer. He kind of represents like when the Beatles went on Ed Sullivan, like this huge, larger than life, like Elvis type singer. But he goes on the Ed Sullivan show. Or I don't know, maybe it's called something else. It's been a while since I've watched it. Okay. I did watch it a ton as a kid, but, and he gets drafted to the army. Oh, wait, it's, didn't that happen to Elvis? Okay. I'm all over yeah, the place. It's, it feels like, I'm going to, okay. You're talking, I'm going to look it up because it does. <laughs> uh, when you said it, I was like, is that the one with Elvis? Yeah. That's- okay. It is. I'm totally like, what am I yep. even talking about? I should have yep. done my research, but I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. Cause I've seen it so many times. Oh, but- no. You're great. You're great. Yes. <laughs> Bye Bye Birdie starring Anne. Mar- oh, he was the inspiration for Bye Bye Birdie starring Anne Margaret. You are on. You're right. Exactly right. Okay. Yes. It's based on. Yes. Conrad Birdie is based on Elvis. That is right. And he even like sings like him, like acts like him, whatever. And they do a publicity stunt. Oh, God, I'm rusty. They do a publicity stunt where he comes and he's going to kiss a high school girl on live TV and do this TV special. If he got drafted to the army, I, I don't know. Anyway, Anne Margaret obviously is the one, the woman. Was she a woman? I don't know. She got gets picked and she has a boyfriend at the time and trying to convince him that it doesn't mean anything to her. <laughs> and she sings a song. It's called one boy to Hugo just to let him know just one boy, one special boy, one boy to laugh with, to joke with, have Coke with mind you, because you right. know, that's yes, what they did in those do. days. Right. <laughs> the kind in the bottle is what we're talking about. In the about bottle, here. two straws, one straw, let's be honest. And oh gosh, there's lots of musical numbers. And I'm sure it's like inappropriate in one way or another. Uh, a few on my list definitely go down that road of like super inappropriate. Yes. That we will touch on <laughs> as we go through them. But it's funny to like rewatch movies or musicals or anything that you watched as a little kid and realize like, how was I allowed to see this? This is so like, you didn't understand the innuendo or at all. What? Right. Right. Like dirty dancing when I was like nine and there's the abortion and, and I'm like, Oh, why did they use a hanger? If she was, yes. Yes. They 
just no awareness whatsoever of like what was actually happening. Right. Or what Johnny and baby were doing that. Yeah. All the whole thing. You're just like, yeah, this feels right for me at age 11 at a slumber party. Absolutely. I mean, like poetic justice. I mean, we're going on a whole other tangent, but all these movies I I watched as a kid. Poetic justice. Oh my God. So freaking good. So good. I was so, so obsessed. Far from the musicals that I'm like referring to. And wasn't that, wasn't Tupac? Am I oh, making yeah. that up? Was, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tupac. That was like the love interest. Lucky. With I believe Janet his name Jackson. was Lucky in that movie, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, but yes, so Tupac. Well so good. And Janet Jackson. Yeah. And isn't Regina King? I think she plays her best friend. She plays Janet's but Anyway. I feel like I need a rewatch. I'm sure it's that's so a cool. That's worth a revisit for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. So Bye Bye Birdie bye to bye birdie. Poetic Justice. I'm here for it all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously they go hand in hand. Very closely tied. But yeah, so but that's right. Yeah, I actually sang Bye Bye Birdie in my talent show in elementary school. I believe it was like my second grade performance, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And did you win? Did you take home the no, trophy? They didn't. It wasn't a competition, but you did have to audition to make it into the talent show, which I feel okay. like is kind of messed up. Like, I feel like kids kind of could use that boost of like, no matter what you think your talent is, let's share right. it. Right. I don't want to scar you for life. But anyway, everyone had to audition, but there was no winner. So that's, that's, you know, did you have a talent show as a kid? I, we did, we did have a talent show. And I think many years in a row, I tried to like get together with the girls in my neighborhood and we would like make up a dance set to oh, a contemporary totally. song. Right. Like Escapade? You, Yes, of course. And thought we <laughs> were so good and really yeah. were so so bad. The other really popular thing to do along those lines was to make up a dance routine that you would have someone tape on VHS to send to what was the a Star Search? Oh, yeah. Star Search? oh, of course was, I remember Star Search. It was every kid's dream. It was either Star Search or America's Funniest Home Videos. Those were like the two yes, that you had right. to get on as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my classic. Yes. yes. My goal as a child. My daughter, I have introduced her to America's Funniest Home Videos. She is now convinced that we have a collection of videos that would make it on the show that I need to submit. I, it feels like a smart yeah, choice. It you know? seems easier today, maybe than back in the day. Cause I don't know that as many people are watching it. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Alfonso, you know, uh, he took over. I don't want to mispronounce his last name. Ribeiro, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Carlton. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Carlton. Yeah. 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 Carlton. He's on Dancing with the stars. Yeah. And he, he won, won he I believe. Really, yeah. He has taken over. So I feel like it has had a resurgence or something. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, my daughter's convinced that her videos are going to make it. And I don't want to crush her little How old is she? She's six. Right. I have an eight-year-old. You do? Yeah. Well, I have a lot of children, but one of them happens to be eight. (laughs) And he is a little artist. And he believes deeply that if I would just allow him to put his artwork up on eBay, (laughs) it would sell. Yeah. And I don't have the heart to dream crush him in that way. So I'm like, yeah, buddy, we're just going to display it on the wall. So good. Thank <laughs> on the you. the walls, though. I know. It's just how we can like, you know, deter them in a way where they aren't crushed because life is harsh. <laughs> Bye.
on this show, people come on and they tell me their top five things in any category. And I never know what the category is before I sit down with them. So what is your, what's your category? DJing. Whoa. (laughs) This is my favorite because I never, I literally never know what someone's going to say. Okay. So you're going to do your top five favorite DJs. Is that the idea? No, my top five favorite songs. If I was to DJ right now at a party, I'm going to go with the top five songs that I feel like truly show my personality that I feel like people would vibe with. Okay. And so do you actually know how to DJ? Like if we're at a party, is is there a moment you've had uh, some tequila, whatever, we're in a mood and you're like, let me show you what I have. So I, when I go to work every day, I DJ the music like you know, to and from set, like birthday parties, people would be like, here, Megan, just take the, you know, the pad and just go ahead and put the music on. And I was just in uh, Cabo when it was, went from crazy to a little bit more settled and then it obviously got crazy again. But uh, in Cabo, I was like DJing my sister's birthday party on the beach. Um, <laughs> so people know, you know, that know me are like, oh, she's got some tunes, you know? Okay. But it's my, my taste is, uh, is, is interesting. Okay. <laughs> and then my second question is, are you going to say these songs in order from like least to favorite or is this just in any order? You know, I might throw them out first and then put them in order. Okay. Perfect plan. All right. So let's do number five. You're DJing. What's the first song that's coming up in the playlist? Okay. So I like a little bit of like, right now I like the song by Sweetie called Back to the Streets. Okay. Um, I, I do like not it, know that one. I true. was jamming to best friend today because that's like me and my girls send that to each other back and forth. Okay. But now I have a new one to add to the list. Okay. Wait, back in the streets. Is that what you said? Back to the streets. Back to the streets. I feel like such a mom right now. I'm like, I'm going to write it down. I'll put it on my Spotify. Okay. It's great. It's great. Um, that's like my new favorite song right now. But then I have to go like a little bit traditional and take it back to the Leah in the early 90s and probably go with like down with the click. Okay. So. Well, real quick, let me just ask, are we allowed to play these songs? Because it will be so great if we can actually hear what we're talking about. So okay. I'm going to play. We're going to start with Back to the Streets, but it's going to come through my AirPods. So make sure you put the clean version on. <laughs> right. Right. Or we can bleep out. Like, I feel like she should just be in her glory. Okay, this is like, this is the vibe. We just got here. We got our drinks. All right. We're like, what's happening? Okay. Okay, I get this. I understand this moment. Now, are you into the idea that you're, when you're building these playlists, are you building up? So we're starting with like this sort of vibey and then building up to like, we're getting on the dance floor. Okay, great. I like each, each song that I'm going to give you, I would build a playlist through that song. So these songs actually don't all go together. I have playlists that are the, the vibes of these songs individually. And by the way, is this public on Spotify so that other people can follow along with your playlist? No, it's not on there yet. I do have a duo love playlist on Spotify that my husband and I created together with love songs. And that I really, I, I'm very proud of it, actually. That's I must so say. that's really cool. <laughs> this is very nerdy, but one of my favorite things is building Spotify playlists. And in just every, like, high school 
hip hop workouts, like everything I can think yeah. of. So I, when when you start building these out, let us know. Leslie Odom Jr. I am going to do top five Christmas songs. Okay, good. I was actually hoping you were going to do this because I feel like Christmas songs is very, it's very particular to who is choosing because some Christmas songs hype you up. Some are a little bit depressing. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know all about this because you have just recorded or you've just come out with your second Christmas album. Is that right? So I am one of the foremost experts on how to make you feel like it's Christmas. Okay. Great. Yeah. Wait, first I got to ask, is this in like ascending order? So are we going from like least favorite to most favorite? Yes, I'm going Great. five. And listen, it's yes, five to one. And these are my top five. So like number okay. five is barely a least favorite. It's like, you know, uh, so All right. classic as far as I'm concerned. A hit. My fifth favorite Christmas song has got to be Last Christmas gave you my heart But the very next day you gave it away Come on. I mean, I wish that I could sing at all so we could have just had a duet. That's a solid choice. And not at all where I thought you were going. Oh my God, he said, this year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone special. I love that. I love the passive aggressiveness. I love, <laughs> you know, listen, you know, you know how I'm going to save myself some pain. I'm going to give it to someone special. That means you are not special. Yes. You know what I mean? It means I made a horrible mistake trusting you with my heart. I'm going to, so I love, I love the subtle shade. I love the memorable melody. It's George Michael. And we covered, we covered it on this, on my, my latest Christmas album called The Christmas Album. It is track two on the album uh, because I love it so much. So uh, an aside note here, have you seen, I think, oh, I'm going to say, I don't remember which streaming service it's on. It's either Netflix or HBO. I can't remember which one. Sorry. It's called Last Christmas. It's a movie based on that song. I have never seen it, no. Okay, let me just walk you through this for one moment. Okay, go. Um, if you are listening to this podcast and you are wanting to watch this movie, I'm gonna spoiler alert that, like there's a spoiler that I'm about to reveal, okay? So first of all, the movie is written by Emma Thompson. Emma oh, Thompson, love right, it. like amazing, so good. She wrote a part for herself in it. It's so well done. So that's number one, already great. Number two, it stars, I can't remember her name, but she plays Khaleesi in Game of Thrones. Her name is, yes, I know you said it. Is Blonde Girl, that's not her name, but that girl, and also the really hot guy from Crazy Rich Asians. Also don't know his name. Brunette guy. Yes. Yes. Great. Those are the stars of our movie. I'm just setting the tone for you. And I watched it because I thought I was getting into a rom-com. I thought this is a holiday movie. I kept suggesting it to me and I was ready to go. Is it okay with you, Leslie, if I spoil the end of this movie for you? Please do. I promise. Okay. <laughs> You're not in da danger of me probably picking up to watch this movie. Great. The... Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Okay, so the whole thing is leading up. This girl has problems. Oh, no, it's like a heart surgery. No, 
So she's recovering from heart surgery and she's falling in love with this guy and is like a little bit weird and he won't kiss her. And you're sort of like trying to figure out. And then at the end, you realize he is the ghost of the man whose heart she got a transplant from. And you cry your eyeballs out when you realize that she is still alone at Christmas. Well, now I'm watching it. It's really good, actually. Um, but since you said that as your first song, I got to tell you that it's a new movie. It might be worth your time if you need to cry. And sometimes we all do. Or or laugh. But Emma Thompson is the real deal. And I agreed. I, I kind of actually have that, that I'm intrigued. All right. Okay. Check it out. So do you have your top five things? I'm doing top five 90 songs. 90s like long songs. Okay. Top five 90 songs. Which is very difficult to do. (laughs) That is. Well, how how old are you? What? What is this? No, I just mean I'm 37. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in the same age range. Okay, so that's that's what I meant is more like how old were you when these songs were? Yeah, I was right. (laughs) <laughs> okay, great. Great. Are you going to give the list in order from like least favorite to most or is it just like a I think it's going to be random. It's going to be random. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> Top 5 90 songs. What is the first one? Okay. So, let me see. I think I'm going to go for Okay, well, first of all, let me tell you why I picked this, right? So, I picked the top 5 90 songs cuz I was going through actually in the pandemic the first what was it like the first few weeks of March I was doing all right. And then April hit and I was like, Oh, this is, this is going to be happening for a while. Right. I was like, "Mm." and I had like a little blue, a little blue moment, maybe Mm -hmm. a big blue moment, but I got, I got, (laughs) and then I I heard this thing on either NPR or something on YouTube. I can't remember. And I'm I'm sorry. I didn't like look it up, but there was a study done people that had like chronic pain and depression and all these things. They, uh, there was one elderly home that did this, um, sort of back in the day party. Right. So they like kind of took whatever the median age was, the people, like whether they were in their prime in their, in, in, in in the 1940s or the fifties, and they threw parties at the elderly home at the nursing home with like that theme, only playing that music, dressing up, doing all the dances and you would see people were like more lucid and they were dancing and singing along and people had like more, apparently more energy for the next week or so. So then they started to sort of continue to do this. And so I was like, Oh, this is interesting. Huh? Well, when I was in my prime, I suppose, or when I was, <laughs> when I was carefree and never had an ache or pain or a bill to pay or whatever was in the nineties. So yep. I was like, okay, let's see if I play a bunch of 90s music and make myself exercise or if I, you know, clean the house with this or if I just have it on first thing in the morning, like my favorite corny ass <laughs> song and it worked. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing this, but I also recommend whoever's listening, you know, to sort of find their, their like moment in time kind of thing and like mm-hmm. experiment with it. Cause it, it does something. It's almost like your brain goes back and it's like, Oh yeah, everything's cool. Just for a second. It's, it's like a strange, strange thing that happens. I, I, I found, I felt like I was more flexible. Um, so that's interesting. So, okay. I love that. I believe completely that music is medicine. 
And I think that it can take you back to those times in your life when things were better and sort of bring you out, make you feel strong, all of it. So I am here for this conversation. Yeah, you know? And so we'll start with Spice Girls. Yes. Okay. I'm going to play a little bit. <laughs> Please do. This yes. Is this is what down. we need. This is what we need. <laughs> like, what's <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh my God! So brilliant. So brilliant. Well, right. I'm about this part. I want Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we all like. Wait. Which Which Spice Girl did you want to be? I mean, of course, I thought it was Scary Spice. Like she was represented for all the all the women of color, basically all the black women. <laughs> right. So I I was obsessed with her, and I have I have um, my mom is Jamaican and British. So I have cousins that were in England. So I was like really feeling like I had like a special in to the Spice Girls. <laughs> totally, totally. Do you remember when they made a movie? Oh yeah. Do you remember the Spice Girls movie? It was terrible, yeah, yeah. but it was like, what else could you go do when you were, you know, when you were that teen girl? And the thing right, I also loved right. about the 90s was like, the, as I was thinking about this, I was like, it's, it was an interesting time to be a girl. I don't know what the 80s were like, but there was a lot of like, almost similar to now a lot of like women in para, in, like empowerment there was a lot of girl groups or, or, or like even female rappers and other people coming out and really speaking their minds so I love me some Spice Girls I also kind of felt like maybe I was posh Spice but yes <laughs> I mean I wanted to be posh I still want to be posh but there's no part of me as I sit here in sweatpants like I was never going to be I, I was what was the one that was oh like no, I wasn't sporty. I think it probably was ginger, but even then I'm uh, reaching. I, I don't know if I was cool enough to be any of them. Yeah. Sporty Spice was very cool, actually, when I think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One she was rocking those Adidas tracksuits. Yeah. I think that's who you'd be based on, right. Right. Based on yeah. today. I do spice. enjoy a sports bra. I feel <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That feels right. That feels accurate for me. Yeah. So, we, so you know, we're starting it with our Spice Girls. Girls moving around and kicking. They did a lot of kicking in the videos. You they remember did that? a lot of kicking. <laughs> you remember there? They had this. They had a video like this, and then many people in the nineties. Yes. It was a thing to make music videos in the desert. Oh, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah, everybody like was through. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Like everybody had their like desert moment mm. when. It would do the making of the video specials and it would be like we're here we're it, we're wearing all white we're in the desert we're kicking into the air mm. it was a moment lots of kicking mm -hmm. into the air lots of dust yes yeah. i don't know why yeah. we like that it's it's, it's interesting I, the 90s definitely had some major fads one of the things i appreciate and i think that you know it was beneficial probably why this this 90s music therapy experiment worked on me there was a lot of emo and like self-implement, yes. like you mm -hmm. just say what you're feeling and thinking. And, you know, if there's anything that like you're, you're, you're sort of holding back, you just kind of like, you know. Oh gosh, Alanis. We literally, I mean, our, uh, my best friend's mom took us to Walmart to buy Jagged Little Pill. And we must have listened to that. 100 times yes! in the first 24 hours really just incredible. over oh, never been in love never had anyone never been in a relationship and yet singing that song like we knew we knew the pain 
of another version of me. Yes. Oh my gosh. Your Faves Faves is hosted by me, Rachel Hollis. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and edited by Andrew Weller with production support from Sterling Coates. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Your Faves Faves is a 3% chance production. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details.